Hello, everybody. <laughs> What's good? Back at it again. Once again, we're back at it. Yep. And today we got some special stuff coming for you. And this is like a really cool topic. I was yeah. stoked when you brought this one to me. I really think that this is something that doesn't get talked about because I haven't heard this topic discussed before at all. And so why don't you break it down for us? Yeah, we're going to talk about help versus hindrance. And this kind of applies to us in our situation. Plus, we want to also generalize it and talk about when are you helping a friend, family, etc., and when are you hindering them? Yeah, sometimes like giving someone a hand up, you know, to give them a lift turns into a handout. And that, you know, that builds dependency. And that's something you don't want. Um, and especially like in our case, I think it's it's a unique case. Yeah. But, you know, we could so easily become reliant on other people right. that really holds us back from what our true independence capability could be. Absolutely. You know? Let me ask you a question. How did you learn how to swim? Um, when I was younger or now? Y younger. Younger? Um, I'm pretty sure my dad was like, well, it's about time, son. Just threw me in the pond. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like, a, you know, I think it was a John Wayne moment. Okay. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I Honestly, I, I did swim team. Okay. I don't remember if how when I was super young, but I'm sure it started did, out. I feel like started you, out nice and easy. I think it, you know. I think it, it built step. Did by you do step. lifeguards when you were a kid? I didn't do junior lifeguards, but okay. I, did, I did swim with Orca. Okay. So I mean, if I get permission, I could throw a little speedo shot up on there for you. <laughs> All right, cool. You know, but imagine just this little like tan little body with a little comb over, just the nerdiest little preppy yeah. shit in a speedo. That was me. You actually, um, I found a, like, sidetrack a little bit. I found an old photo of us at the Goodwill Fitness Center. Yeah. And you still had the comb over. Oh, um, yeah. Circa 2013, 14-ish. Yeah, you know, I was, like, it naturally flows to the side. I have good, and hair, now, hey, good hair. Now, like, I mean, you take this hat off. Like, yeah. I got, like, the mullet mohawk flow. It still comes over a bit, but. Well, the reason why I ask is I learned how to swim. My grandfather, back in the day, he had a house up in Hesperia with a huge pool. Yeah. And uh, he took me up there when I was like four or five to okay. the top of the roof and threw me in and said, you either sink or you swim. You serious? Swear to God. It's awesome. My mom had a panic attack, almost, you know, divorced my dad on the spot, huh. you know, which ended up happening anyways. But yeah. Was your grandpa or your dad? No, it was my grandpa. Okay. Yeah. He was a, a, a tough, tough SOB. So your dad was just like caught in the middle. Yeah. I think he was maybe a little intimidated <laughs> by my grandpa. You know, his guy was tough, man. He's like oh, an yeah. old uh, army guy old or Navy. School, yeah. yeah he old, he's tough as nails. But the reason why I ask him or bring all that together is what's your best way of teaching somebody something? Is it the sink or swim method? Or is it, you know, do you apply it slowly, but, you know, consistently? Like, what is your method when you want to, like, maybe if a friend's asking for help, like, do you, like, throw them out there or do you give them some type of, you know? For sure. Yeah. And uh, we touched on, you know, strengths last week. Right. And one of my strengths now is being individualistic. And that's being able to. I love that word, yeah, by the way. Trying to, like, assess each individual. Okay. Um, and not have, like, a blanket strategy that applies to everybody. God, that's so true. Because each people have, you know, unique needs. Yeah. You know, they have certain personalities that respond certain ways. Um, and I, I think the same can be applied to this. You know, when you're helping somebody, it's like, is this someone who may have some dependencies where, you know, you start helping them out and it's like, if you give a mouse a cookie, right? they're going to want a glass of milk. They're going to want this. They're going to want exactly. that, you know? So, um, I think really assessing the individual, um, and being there, you know, because we, it, not we all, but it's, it's in so many people's hearts to want to help, yeah. you know, and you want to do everything for people, you know, and pour right. yourselves out. I know you and I are both the same way. 
like that. But at some point it does become a hindrance yeah. and you rely on that. And, um, it's, it's just not a good look. I, I think the problem I've come across when trying to help versus hindering people is that I feel like if you're not helping yourself. I can't help you. Yeah. It's different when somebody comes to the table and is like, look, I'm, and I can see it. They're working their tail off and they're doing mm -hmm. all this stuff. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to reciprocate that energy yeah. and try to help you as best as I can. Um, cause I've noticed, and I know you get this sometimes too, where like someone will pop in your DM and it's another guy in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. and I, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? And sometimes I think like, I, I look at this guy's page and I'm like, are you you're not really helping yourself in a lot of different areas? Mm -hmm. So I'll give a very vague answer not to be rude or, yeah. you know, dismissive, but I give him a very vague. And then I see guys that I, I could tell are putting in the work, Yeah, for you sure. know, and they ask me, Hey, what's your secret sauce to this or that? Mm -hmm. And I'll take my time. I'll give them a very detailed, you know, it kind of reminds me of, um, when we're watching the last dance, Chicago bulls mm -hmm. and Kobe was talking about Jordan mm -hmm. and Jordan says, I'll help you with anything. But it, like, you knew he didn't give that away to just anybody. No, it had to be the next guy in line and you have to kind of pay your dues or at least your body work has to show you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I think reading an individual is huge, you know, and you could see hints and you know, you see it when you see somebody's work ethic, you see them putting in the grind and, they're stuck on something and right. they can't get past it and they need that help and you have the experience and the know-how. Yeah. You want to help that person. Like again, being a mentor, um, is a big thing to people. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched our last episode, I strongly suggest it. Uh, we get into that, but you got to look for, you know, certain traits in people. And right. I think, um, you know, on a first introduction, it's hard. You don't really know, Yeah. you know, so it, it you know, maybe you want to give, a little bit of yourself or your secret sauce, but you don't know motives. You don't know what the person's like, what they're right. going to do with it. Um, but when it comes to just like helping out individuals, maybe in our situation. Yeah. It's like you want to help somebody grow, um, not necessarily just help them in a certain situation. Um, so over time, how can you turn help in a singular situation into help in the big picture. Right. And I think those are two very different things, you know, like yeah. there's times, you know, where my arms are exhausted and I can't text anymore. Right. But when it comes down to it, it's like, no, I should be struggling and like using my pinky and doing all my texting right. for myself because it's going to build more strength. It's going to help me, you know, build that dependency on myself and not the reliance on somebody like, Hey, will you grab my phone and type this out for me? Exactly. You know, because when that help's not there, I'm weaker now because I was asking for help the whole time. Plus there's a satisfaction you get from doing that. Even mm -hmm. though it seems very small and tiny minute, but like the fact that you could do that on your own, you're like something yeah. about that. Yeah. And I recently learned this over the last six to eight months, um, living at home, how much people are quick to do things for me, you know, from, mm -hmm. um, you know, helping me with food to getting dressed to getting out of bed. And I found myself being somewhat reliant. Yeah. And I remember I was in a relationship a couple of years ago and um, somebody challenged me on that. Like, what are you going to do when you're on your own? Yeah. And I was like thinking about it like, hmm, but I'm not, you know, I fought it, but that person was right because mm -hmm. I knew that was going to be down the road eventually. Right. Um, so I literally right before like a year before I moved out, I started to like really push myself away from help, mm. you know, but there is a very hard way to navigate through that. Um, what are some of your tips on how you navigate through getting help and, you know, telling people like, I know it looks like I'm struggling right now, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. So I've talked on numerous occasions about like my idea of perfection and hating failure so yeah. much. Um, but you know, that pain and that struggle over time you realize is the secret sauce to growth. 
So for me, it is trying things, even when I'm not successful, trying again, you know, and then what that does, it causes you to innovate in your own mind and challenge yourself to think outside the box to be like, okay, how can I accomplish this? Because without challenge, there is no growth, right. you know, strictly that if there's no resistance, you're just going to keep doing what you're doing. And until you are confronted with that challenge, you won't ever look at something differently. No. And so for me, it's actually putting myself in that situation and be like, all right, no, let me try and figure this out, you know, and giving it at least a few tries. And, you know, if it's coming down to it and I do need the help, okay, have someone step in, but chew on it, you know, yeah. think about it and then, you know, come at it from a different angle. Um, and just continuing to try and build um, and then putting in the work around it. It's like, okay, what work can I be doing that would allow me to more freely be independent to handle tasks x exactly. y and z exactly. you know so it's all about putting in the work yeah to me too i'm kind of a strategist where i like to like if i can figure this out on my own and then i like to try and i don't mind failing either and i think we've, we've already yeah. had uh episodes about that but if i fail then i come back for more you know it's um one of the things i had to learn is i have a stackable dryer and washer in my house yeah and i i got one of those old school um pointers you see at school the mm-hmm. retractable ones. Oh yeah. So I tried to do that and it just wasn't working cause it's more of a sensitive button up on the top of yeah. the, the dryer, you know, and I came back and I was just trying different things to figure it out. Yeah. And finally I found out with one of those clap, like claspers where you can like uh-huh. press it and it will grab something for you. Yeah. Pick up trash or something. That rubber end of it. If I hold it up works. Okay. There you, you know? go. Yep. So, you know, and to me it was like one of those moments where ah, I got it. Yeah. To the point where I called people up, you know, family, friends. I was like, I know how to do my laundry. Let's do some laundry. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but there's that gray line that I always walk between um, wanting to try it out. And then it's really tough when I'm around family and friends and m- maybe a girlfriend, too, where they really want to step in mm-hmm. and, and help and, like, take over. You know, and, like, I love it because there's days where, like you said, we're exhausted because we do right. so much with what yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. You know, but how do you navigate through that? Yeah, I think communication, you know, is always a a big factor on a number of topics that we talk about here, but um, it really is a big deal. And, you know, it comes down to it when you do have a girlfriend or boyfriend, caregiver, family that wants to step in and help you. Um, It's about communicating with them what your goals are um, and how they can help you get there. Um, and a lot of people don't even think about goals on a day-to-day basis, yeah. on a monthly, a yearly. Like, no one thinks about where am I going and how can I get there. Um, I think if you have a broader perspective on that yeah. um, and you can inform your crew, you know, your ride or dies, everyone that's around you wanting to help you, that you guys can then kind of put together a, a group strategy right. that helps the individual. Because, um, you know, I've been there. I've been at, you know, parties with family members, friends, extended family, and everyone's wanting to do every little thing for you. Yeah. And like, can I do this? Can I do it's that? And, and it's too. overwhelming. And it also, in, in, for me, it makes me feel more paralyzed, more, yeah. you know, more injured. And it's, it's the like, wrong attention at times. For sure. And it's, it's with good intention, right? you know, but it, it comes negatively, you know? Yeah. I've, it's hard for me too, because like you said, good intentions come in. And I feel bad because I'll have like a negative reaction. Oh yeah. I'll be like, Hey, calm down. You know, let, you know, let me try this. Let me mm-hmm. do this. Um, and then, then you feel the eyes watching you while you're trying to do something, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember when we first met, um, the limited hand motion you had, limited sh- shoulder motion you mm-hmm. had, 
to now to where I could see you lift and move your fingers and do simple tasks like texting, yeah, right. um, calling. Um, like when I call you, literally you answer like on the first or second ring. Yeah. You know, and I know, I already that's, know what you're doing. Hey, that's because you're special though. Yeah, I know. I appreciate yeah. that. When brother. favorites pops up and that nice, that, that one pic I, you sent me that one time. Yeah. That's the new contact photo. That's the contact photo. And the one in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good one. That a boy. Um, but yeah, I, for me navigating through relationships, it's always in the beginning. I felt like I needed to prove myself Yep. where now it's not so much. I need to prove myself. It's more like, I know I got this, mm-hmm. so you don't need to do this. Yeah. And let me jump in. I think that's easier said than done because I know we have a personality type, right? I feel like we kind of have that very competitive kind of alpha personality right. type that wants to jump in and prove something. Yeah. And there's some people that, you know, naturally kind of sit back and would accept that help. How would you give advice to somebody who maybe is naturally a little more complacent in the routine that's been built around them right. and be like, right. yo, how can I challenge myself to try and step up? You know, like what things would you suggest to them? Well, like people who are like that, that are naturally complacent are the same ones that sometimes will end up in our DM. Hey, yeah. You transfer in your own bro and you get in your car on your own. Yeah. Oh, you're driving. Oh, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you, if you're gonna try to accomplish something, then you have to break it down into steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to be willing to like exert yourself at some level. Yeah. Even though like like I think people get the misconception that we don't exert ourselves because <laughs> we don't sweat. You know, we're not putting up a bunch of workout videos yeah. all the time. You know. Um, but the so thing is, my brain is drenched in sweat yes. all day, bro. Well, even just your small arm movement sometimes yeah. too. You oh, know? for real, yeah. And for me, you know, wheeling around or like getting it off my couch all day long. By the time I finally get to my bed, I'm like, dude, I'm done. Dead, yeah. You know, so I think. But the thing is, is like, I didn't feel that exertion three or four years ago. Mm. So I was kind of stuck in these routines. Like, all right, my mm-hmm. dad's gonna help me get off the couch, the back of my chair, and help me get into bed. Right. I don't have to swing my legs over. He's got that. Right. You yeah. know, and I. But I, what I realized through that is I'm not building any kind of um, uh, stamina throughout mm-hmm. my day. You know what I mean? And your stamina can be built in two different ways: mentally and physically. Totally. You know, and I think we we're, we attest to that. You know, mm-hmm. especially you mentally, you're a warrior. Beyond any means, you know, and physically I've had to learn to, I got to will put down a ramp to get in out of my house, get in out of my truck, get in out of my bed, you know? So, but it all started when I, I just felt like, man, I I needed to challenge myself. And if you're sitting there and you feel bad about yourself, you feel like you're worthless. You feel like your life's not increasing anywhere. You're not improving anywhere. You really need to start breaking things down and challenging yourself. Yeah. Um, we've touched on a number of times about investing yourself because if you don't have the confidence to move forward, you're going to remain stuck. What's you know? the only way to get confidence, though? Challenge it. Break By that wall it, right? down. You got to yeah. do it. Um, and I like, you know, there's something I like to talk about, and that's the issue of pain. Yeah. Um, and pain isn't just like physical pain, like, oh, my leg hurts. But, you know, the pain of struggle, the pain of hard work, the pain of, you know, mental anguish and all of that. And it's like, I seriously believe that pain is the greatest weapon that we have trained ourselves to yeah. run away from. Yeah. You know, if well, you it wasn't always like that though. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is, you know, over years and years of being confronted with it yeah. and finally just submitting and being like, yo, I got to utilize this because otherwise it's going to kill me. If we it's could package this in a can that says, we'll talk's pain. Put it up right here. Yeah. We, would, we would actually serve it to some people and That's sell it on the regular. Can of whoop ass yes, right there. sir. Yeah, yes, sir. But when you take that pain and you apply a purpose to it, okay, yep. this is huge. You got to have goals. You got to have um, 
an inspiration, whether that's a person, whether that's a task you want to accomplish, and you take that pain and you apply it to what you want. That is the secret sauce for me. When, you know, you could take that and be like, when you are struggling and it hurts, you just have this constant reminder beating you in the back of your brain, just like, this is why you're doing it. Yeah. And this is why. And when you feel that struggle, it's like, keep going, keep going because it's making you stronger. You know, you got to keep hammering. It's almost, it's almost euphoric sometimes too. And a weird, and I'm not like a, uh, pain type, mm-hmm. like physical pain type person, even yeah. though I have tattoos, whatever, but it's not something I search for. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't just instinctively want pain. No. But that emotional pain sometimes, I know when I'm stagnant in life, you know, sometimes I get worried, man, things are too good. I need something to change it up because yeah. it's like my spinach to my Popeye. Mm-hmm. You give me a little bit of that, like, hmm, you don't think I could do this? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you're not, I'm not good enough for you? You give me that, and all of a sudden you see like that fire, and it's like an inferno. Totally. You know what I mean? So we're just trying to like, I think when it comes to helping hindrance, we like to help, but if we could channel some of what you're going through into a purpose, I think that's what we really want. Instead of me giving you 20 bucks, I'd rather show you how you can make 20 bucks. Instead of me giving you a fish, I want to teach you how to fish. For sure. Is our stance on this subject, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, From my work days when I was back in sales, one of the things I loved from ABC, right? Yeah, always be closing, baby. That's right, boy. Um, my uh, my boss would just like, we'd be in the car. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Just chilling. What's up?" Yeah. And he's like, "Why aren't you on the phone?" Yeah. I'm like, "Who do you want me to call?" He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "All right, watch." And he's like, "I'm gonna go after some rejection today. These people, they don't want anything I have to sell, but you know what? I'm gonna call them." Nice. And I'm like, dude, and it's like, he calls, and it makes him like, shift his strategy to figure out something new. Yeah. And the same can be applied when you have that goal in mind of like closing the deal. It's like when you're forced with resistance, you got to find a new path. Yeah. And it makes you stronger because that struggle, that breaking down is the process of getting stronger. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. You know, I said last episode too, a muscle doesn't get stronger until you break it down. Right. Continually. Right. And that's another thing, continually. One shot, you know, trying something again and again and again. It's not going to happen. No. You got to bite your lip, take a deep breath, go after it again, because over time it'll happen. And when I'm going through that struggle, and like we said, it doesn't happen the first try, the second try, the fourth try, the fifth try, I channel somebody at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wake there's was days when I was doing outside sales as well, where I would go into the office and I'd plan out my schedule. Then I started YouTube and uh, videos of uh, Kobe's game winners. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, back in the day, I loved Chuck Liddell and his knockouts. Yeah. You know, something that I like would just get me hyped for that day. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need to channel somebody else that maybe you think is in a better position than you are. You know, like lately it's been maybe a little Conor McGregor in his prime. Mm. You know, but somebody that you, in a way, look up into their strategies or aura, whatever, that could just give you that little bit of extra in your cup of coffee in the morning to get you going through. So when you're struggling a little bit, sometimes channel like a hero of yours, wherever that is. I love that. And it, to me, that speaks so much about mindset. Yeah. What is your mindset going into these challenges? Are you like, oh, F this. I've done a hundred times. I'm going to keep trying the damn thing over and over. You know, like yeah. how many people, how many times have we been there just trying to like hammer on something that yeah. isn't moving, you yeah. know? And like, until you take a step Special back, bodies. reset. Yeah, for sure, man. And it's like, you got to take that mind and you got to twist it. You got to, it, it's a Rubik's cube. Sometimes you got to yeah. start maneuvering it and thinking about things differently. Um, you know, it may seem super repetitive, but this is what we've learned over the eight yeah. years that we've been hurt. Um, 
and it's it's been successful. Now, I want to get into some maybe some specifics. So talk to right. me a little bit about an instance in relationships when, you know, someone that loves you or, you know, is new and just trying to help as much as possible, um, you know, tried to do maybe too much for you when, instead of kind of letting you spread your wings. Yeah, I can think of two off the top of my head real quick. Uh, I've definitely had girlfriends in the past that would jump into the situation and just want it to completely take over. Yeah. You know, we're talking about helping me get dressed to, uh, uh, helping me with maybe my bowel movements or going to the bathroom to, um, driving. And it's slowly, I could just see them, their feelings, their energy just deteriorate. Mm -hmm. You could see the stress. You could see their stamina just go right out the window. And at the time I thought, Oh, this is what I need. I need a girl that wants to take this all on, Yeah. you know, bite off way more than she can chew. Let's just throw it all out there and see what sticks. It was the wrong mentality to have, because I think at the end of the day, even in our situations, we want to have a sense of independence while still being dependent on somebody else, you know, and we'll get into that in a later episode. Mm -hmm. um, but I've had that. And then obviously we have that every day with our family, especially mm -hmm. our, our moms. Yeah. I can, okay. I can definitely speak on that one. Um, and you know, I had, ha I had had to sit down conversation. Like, listen, mm -hmm. this isn't forever. Um, you know, my situation, I told my mom, like, listen, you need to focus. Stop focusing so much on me mm -hmm. and focus on yourself a little bit. Yeah. I'm growing. Things are expanding. Um, you know, and I, I love the fact that you want to cook me dinner every night. And I love the fact that you want to help me take off my shoes when I get home and this and that. But what happens when you're not there? What am I going to do? Yeah. You know, and it was, a, it was a tough conversation because I know it was nothing but love coming from that end. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing love coming from this end. But, you know... You, you, know, you never want to hurt your mom's feelings. Never, never. And I can speak and piggyback off of that because, yeah. you know, for me, I'm coming off of, you know, both my caregivers being gone for the last almost two weeks. Yeah. Right. And so I'm kind of here on my own, you know, with someone helping me, but a different setup than I'm used to. Right. But it's forced me to handle so many more of the things that I typically don't. Right. Um, and well, what, what I, is that like? What does that feel like? What are your emotions? Well, here, here's what I noticed. I love it. It's empowering for me because I know for me, I am ready to handle that next step okay. of independence. But um, what I also learned is that my learning curve on certain things that are regarding me, surrounding me, was hindered because someone else had been handling it. Right. You know, so like paperwork and some of the things, you know, just my typical accounting and whatnot, yeah. you know, that my mom handles. Right. Um, for me because she's a freaking rock star. Absolutely. You know, it's my understanding though is falling because yeah. I'm not involved day to day. And now when that outlet, she take her out of the picture, my understanding needs to come up to speed. Yeah. And so that, that struggle to come up to speed will be forced through, okay, needing to make it happen, researching, putting in the work yeah. and repetition. Right. You know, I think those three things are huge. Which is going to suck at first. It's going to mm -hmm. seem tedious. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, damn, I hate, I was glad I didn't have to do this, yeah. you know, but it's very necessary for you to take your next step. Yeah. Which is independence. Mm -hmm. Just fully living on your own. Yeah. You know, and I was in that, that boat maybe a year or two ago where I realized I need to develop myself more fully, you know, because I, in my, in my mind I was limiting myself. I think that's what happens too when it comes to help and hindrance is sometimes we, we hinder, we hinder ourselves because we're limited belief, mm. right? Like mm -hmm. I thought I could never do this. How right. am I ever going to cook on my own? How am I ever going to do this on my own? Right? So I had to like change that and like tap into the competitiveness that we have. Like, you know what? I can, 
fucking do this. Yeah. You know, and, th- and from that point, it started to kind of crumble like little blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's where you're at right now. Yeah. And help can be addictive. Yeah. Things that come easy are nice. Yes. It's nice, but it's building dependence. Right. And it's hurting you in the long run. Yeah. And so for those of you that are in a space where you are accepting help all over the place, maybe take a step back. Yeah. Jump on your iPad or if you can write, write it down. Just be like, you know, what are the things that I am not doing for myself right now that others are taking care of? Yeah. That you, you know? want to challenge yourself and try yeah. and do. Yeah. And even think of, you know, if you're a business owner listening to this, what are things that you're outsourcing that you have the capacity to take on yourself yeah. that could save you a buck during these tough times? Yeah. You know, it's like I always think sticking to your core competency and your strengths are a great thing, but you also have to challenge yourself um, and see what you can handle. Right. You know, if you can like fill out your schedule and you can fill out your uh, your energy capacity, if you want to call it that, you got to tap it out sometimes. You yeah. know, you know, allow yourself time to rest. But I think I think exhausting yourself is a great thing. I do too. And a lot of people get complacent not doing it because it's too easy to come home, kick your shoes off, and do that. But it's like. All right, bro, I could throw on the work or the workout clothes and go to the gym for an hour and then just feel like so good and ready to knock yeah. out for the night, you know? But you got to also do it like, you know, there's a lot, like they always say, like a New Year's resolution is to lose weight. You see all those people join the gym and then they go balls to the wall for seven days, yeah. maybe two mm-hmm. weeks, and then they quit. Why? You know, because they, they, they can't, first of all, they're just doing too much. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You need to like, like, I think it was a great idea for you to write down, like, well, yeah, I want to push my own chair. I want to get in out of bed on my own mm-hmm. and just attack one at a time. I would not want to push my chair and get out of bed at the same time, you know? Like, now we're talking about a lot of different strengths on yeah. my body, a lot of different wears and tears, you know? So it's like when you're coming up with this list, literally knock it out one at a time. Because if you go for all 10 at one time, next thing you know, you're, you're going to give up in two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And setting expectations, too. Oh, expectations huge. are a big thing. So... Um, for me, you know, at the beginning when my body was very spastic, tight, hard to deal with, um, in bed, you know, I'd start on my side and my hip would just start killing me. Yeah. And God, I just want to roll into my back. Dude. Can you, can you describe like what spas- spastic means to you and what that does to your body? Yeah. Spasms for me, it feels like my muscles, um, have a little corkscrew that is just continuing to tighten yeah. and tighten and tighten to a point where, it gets to the top and it just it just shoots off. Yeah. You know, your leg either kicks out, has to shake or something. It's just the pain gets to a certain point where your body can't take it anymore. It just like it they're has involuntary? To kick out. Involuntary. Sometimes they're voluntary. I okay. can set off spasms on my own. Right. Um, which is a whole nother set of issues I deal yeah. with. But right. um no, but in terms of getting off my side and dealing with spasms, it's like, okay, at the beginning I would have to try and voluntarily set off a spasm to kick my leg out so that I can roll back a little bit. Okay. But over time, and I'm talking over a good amount of time. Yeah, a few years. That control was harnessed because I understood the ins and outs of those feelings of, okay, what is this sensation going to cause my body to do? And then what do I do to counteract that? Right. And so understanding that and learning from it allowed me over time to now have so much better control of my legs where I can kick them out, roll over onto my back nice. and alleviate the pain for a while, you right. know? And that's a big thing. Fully turning over is another story, but Hey, right. that's, that's like a whole nother 
two hours that I can get by without having to ask yeah. for that help. And it's like, it's, it's been a, it's been good for me because yeah. sleeping, especially in the beginning is such a B dude. It's right. You know, it's a really hard Waking thing. Waking up so. every few hours for little And putting small, that on yeah. somebody else. Yes. That comes on someone else to help you out, you know? Yes. So being able to take that step yourself, not only alleviates some of the help that you would rely on from your caregivers, because that's something we need to consider also. Yes. The workload that people love you, they do it. They're going to do it until they are bone tired, right. dead, you know? And like, you want to do that to help them out too. It's not yeah. just for yourself, but because they're never going to tell love, you. They're never going to tell, tell you. Um, and after a while, honestly, I think a grudge, not a grudge, but they're going to get tired and they're going to be like, well, you should have known. Yeah. I was like, well, even when I ask, you know, if you want, yeah. you know, to take a break, it's like, don't ask. I try to be extremely aware of the ones that are helping me of their energy levels. Cause I could, yeah. I, I could, I'm mm-hmm. an empath. I feel like I could feel good energy. I could mm-hmm. feel negative energy. I could feel yep. tiredness. Yeah. Um, how's yet, my energy? It's great right now. Actually, mm. you seem like you're uh, full of new beginnings, excitement, you ready to turn a new leaf? Um, oh, that leaf is turned, baby. Oh, that that a boy. Mm-hmm. You it's know, but good. for me, it's you know, it's it's being aware, being aware of yourself, aware of your help, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just having an understanding. You know, um, there's so much we deal with day in and day out. And yeah, it's great to have help, especially when it's when it's like spoon fed to you. Like, hey, I'll I'll, I'll do this for you. I'll do. It's easy to say yes all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's those times when you challenge yourself and you say, no, let me let me do this. And all of a sudden, you, you gain a little momentum. You gain a little speed in those situations, you know? So we suggest that you kind of look at your situation now, whether it's a job, a relationship, uh, your own personal health. What are things you want to do on your own? You know, live on your own, do this on your own. Just make a little list. And while we're kind of spending this time together quarantine, let's start checking some things off. Yeah, and for those of you who are helping somebody, yeah, you know, think about them and maybe have that conversation with them. Like, what are some of your goals? Because... A lot of times oh, we're, great, we're, consumed, we're consumed, we're consumed with, point. you know, our day to day, the things that our mind are, you know, dwelling on and, you know, the stuff that's right in front of us. So the big picture is a hard thing to take into account. So if you are someone, a caregiver, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, wife, parent, husband, parent, parents hinder the yeah, kids growth, you for know, real, yeah, that umbrella parent, it's, yes. it's a brutal condition, but talk to your person about their growth goals and, um, consider, you know, alternatives to the status quo. What are you doing day to day that you could step up and work towards to challenge that person um, in a positive way? Yeah. You know, not to be like, okay, come on over here. Yeah, come I mean, on. There's tough Make love, but you don't want to you don't want to be vindictive or anything right. like that. You want you want to keep the motivation flowing. So um, I think having that conversation and setting goals that are understood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, writing them down. We, we've talked about this a number of times on goal setting, but having those things in mind for what you want to do to challenge yourself and challenge that person that you care about, because I think you'll grow together um, through these challenges. And I think it it only builds camaraderie. I think it'll build the relationship further. Um, and the more independence, the more fun shit you could do. Yeah. You know, so it, it's definitely worth doing. Um, and there, there's just a whole host of things people can do. Yeah. I it, love it. I want to end on this thought too. It's, um, it's hard too in our positions cause there's a lot of doubt that comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I talked about first doing a lot of things from driving to living on my own, um, even the people that were closest to me doubted this process. Um, so you're going to have to prove the doubters wrong at some point too. 
which is okay mm-hmm. and even more gratifying, yeah. you know? So don't so be afraid good. to put yourself out there. Be analytical, you know, be inquisitive, ask questions, but it's up to you to take the first step. Have those conversations with those around you. Have that conversation with yourself. Um, and if you're not in that place to challenge yourself yet, start working on that confidence. Yeah. Start working on that. Start working on your mindset because those things are going to allow you uh, to take on those challenges and really be able to deal with the struggle that will take you to that next level. Um, so we encourage you to take those today. Um, and if there's things that you're struggling with and you are that person who's grinding, putting it in, you know, putting the work in, and uh, you could always reach out to us. We're always, always. here for you, always here for the wheel world. Um, this was a wheel sick topic today. Yeah, man. it was, man. I like it. So, As always, your slogan? Uh, yeah. Empower, entertain, and keep, keep it, it wheel, wheel, baby. We'll we love you guys. You guys. We'll time. talk to you next time.